gentlemen, to a very special edition of the Best of All Possible podcast with our very first live studio audience! Hey, Lauren, does that sound like a live studio audience? Oh, because it totally is! And not all these people who are here to read this play! I am your host, Robert Weathers, and we're excited to have you here today for another episode. Uh, now, as you well know, if you've listened to us before, this is a cold read podcast. We here at Pangossian Productions have a love for the weird. We love the unproduced, the underproduced, and we also love 10-minute plays. Now, over the years, we've done a number of nights, evenings of 10-minute plays. We've had so many people uh, not just write them, but also send them to us to do that we cannot possibly do them all. So, what we decided to do is to bring them to you via this podcast and my dulcet tones. Right on cue. (laughs) To help us do that, here tonight we have a brand new guest on the show, Miss Emily Doherty. Emily, I'm glad to have you on the show. I'm really Finally, excited. after a long time, right? Yeah. I asked her the other day. Like two really days ago. <laughs> so, Emily, at this part of the show, I'm going to ask you a question that is tangentially related to the play that we're going to read here tonight. The question is: Do you perform well when put on the spot? Answer it now. I hope so. Pretty good. Pretty good. So. Um, uh, can you go into that a little bit more? Do you, do you normally do you normally uh, react in such a fashion? I intentionally put you on the spot right there. Yeah. Well, I, I hope so. I mean, I, I do improv pretty much every day of my life, so. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's don't, true. Don't we all? Yeah. Shut up, Joe. You're not uh, introduced yet. Life is life is improvisation, man. That's true. Well, we want to welcome you, Emily. Welcome yeah. to the show. Today we're going to read a play called Two Minutes of Heroism by Matt Hanf. And this play has the largest cast that we have had for a... What's the name of this podcast? Best of All Possible Podcast. <laughs> so in addition to Emily, we have eight other people joining us here today. So we're going to go through them very quickly. <laughs> to my immediate right, who is also sitting on the special chair that's usually reserved for the special guests... <laughs> Is one so ass cheeks worth of special, <laughs> Mr. Kurt Smith? Kurt Smith. <laughs> Welcome, Kurt. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> he looked at me to make sure it was okay to speak. <laughs> I know we're in a time crunch. We are, you're right. Shut up. So, to my left, we have Amy Lyles. Hello, Amy. Yay. To her left, Sharon. Forster Hollins, Sharon Hollins, hey! It's a long name. And you already heard him, so Joe's been introduced. And we have Rachel West. Hello, Rachel. Rachel, you haven't been on the show before. No. Let's hear your voice. Hello, everyone. And Amy, you haven't been on the show before either. No, no, I have not. Although that's technically not true because Amy was in our pilot that we used and didn't. Uh, did not distribute that just is a fair point. to give that's me a, a test run, yeah, a, a tech run, and that's why I'm so professional and put together. <laughs> <laughs> Over to farther to my right is, uh, is a returning guest, Lizzie Thomas. Hello, Yay! Yay! and someone else who's new with us here tonight. We really had to scrape the bottom of the barrel. You'll see here, just <laughs> 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 Mr. David Catney. I feel honored and privileged to be here now. <laughs> Thank you, Robert. 
There's more on the next page. Turn it over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, and thank you for coming, for inviting me to your home. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> you get the rhyme with the up at the end? This yes. Is, yeah. All right, I don't improv at all. I yeah, think. this is not my house. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> and finally, we have joining us again, uh, also for the first time, Whitney Thornberry Austin. Welcome, Whitney. Hey, out there in Radio Land, Podcast Land. <laughs> Podcast. Whatever. Alright, close enough. <laughs> so, once again, tonight we're going to be reading Two Minutes of Heroism by Matt Hanf. And there are, again, nine characters here. So I'm going to assign the characters now. These actors do not know what this play is about. They have not read it before. The only thing they know is who their characters are, because I told them on our Facebook page the other day. <laughs> but I'm going to say them here for the audience listening in their cars or at home or in their bathtubs or their showers or wherever you're listening to this. Joe, I'd like for you to play man. Ooh, Ooh. that's going to be a stretch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amy, I'd like for you to play his wife. Okay. Whitney, will you please play his daughter? At 25. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Kurt, will you please play news reporter? We. Oui. Uh, Sharon, will you please play movie voiceover specialist? In this world. That's very good. <laughs> Liz, will you please play the priest? Absolutely. Uh, Dave, uh, David, will you please play the, I have it listed here as boyfriend. By the way, that's how he's listed in the script, but on the dramatis persona, he's listed as Older man who is dating the daughter. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Emily, will you please play girl? Okay. <laughs> and then Rachel, will you please play gunman? It's a role I was born to play, Robert. Yes, it was. Yes, it is. <laughs> and so now I am frightened. We've gone through and everyone's heard your voices, so we're going to go ahead and get started here. I will read the, read the stage directions. Ladies and gentlemen, Two Minutes of Heroism by Matt Hanf. The setting is just the stage. The scene, the gunman pulls a gun. He points it at a young woman. Next to her is a man who is not with her. If everyone is not stupid in this room, some may leave alive. The girl shuffles and inside her purse is the sound of a cell phone dialing. You don't think I'm serious? I'm this goddamn serious. Points the gun at her. The man looks at the gunman and then looks at the girl. No greater love can a man have than to give his life for others. And it's not like you've done much else for people. You're a regional manager for Kohl's. Twelve years of Catholic school, and what do you have to show for it? Twice yearly church attendance at Christmas and Easter? More devotion to your fantasy football team than to your community. To anyone who truly needs what you have been given. Really. What have you done? What events have reflected your soul? Um, I gave to public television. <laughs> Just for the Jimi Hendrix box set. Um, uh, so, uh, I, I should... It's free will. I'm just saying. The newsman enters. Tonight at ten, local man throws himself into the path of a bullet to save a young girl. I, I do? You could. <laughs> do, do I live? Is it an act of heroism or futility? Tune in tonight at 10 on Action News to find out. No, no, seriously, do I live? It isn't a sacrifice if nothing is given. It does make a better story if you die. <laughs> so I... And really, the only way for your story to make, uh, to make it past one news cycle, is for you to die. 
See, you die. Then we do the funeral in a couple of days. Then your widow starts a foundation and lobbies for congressmen for a new law, if nothing else. The concert to support your family at the local park gets some airtime. That's at least three stories, and if the foundation or law sticks, it becomes a yearly thing. And boom, you're immortal. Selfless acts create immortality. The life you save becomes your life. I've never saved anyone. I, I'd be a savior. Well, don't get cocky. But you would be... Uh... In a world where chaos reigns supreme, one man is willing to make the ultimate sacrifice for what is good, what is right. He is... I get a movie? <laughs> In a world where they make new movies out of old movies that were once TV shows and originality is a dirty word, why not? The wife enters. Why? Honey. Why? Why would you do this? I didn't do anything... Yeah, I, I, I haven't. But you were thinking about it. Listen to him. Sacrifice. Who's sacrifice? Not yours. You get to die. That's the easy part. Who's going to have to explain to your child that you're not coming home? Who's going to have to clean out your closet? Decide if I should keep to remember you by and what parts of you I have to get rid of because it hurts too much to remember you. Who's going to find a way to tell my new husband that I have to keep a picture of you around because I love you? But not too much. You know, just enough for the kids. And do I ever get to start my life again? No, not really. Because I'm the wife of the dead hero. The broke, single mom wife of the dead hero. Don't tell me this is your sacrifice. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, honey, but, but this girl's about to die. How do I live with myself if I know that a person died and I could have done something and, and didn't? I, I hate to interrupt, but... Are you sure this whole save me thing is actually going to work? Well, how could it not? Well, you have no idea what you're doing. This is the camping trip at Teacha Cheapy all over Sure, again. why not? <laughs> it's Teacha Heapy. I, I didn't know it was going to snow. I, I mean, thanks for the thought. It's the nicest thing anyone's ever done for me. And not expected sex afterwards. <laughs> But really, what if the bullet just goes through you? I've been putting on the pounds. Could you aim for the stomach? <laughs> okay. Okay, let's say you do stop the bullet. What about me? I have to live with your death for the rest of my life. But you'll get FaceTime. A pretty girl like you might even get yourself a weather girl gig out of this. I don't want to be. A homewrecker. I didn't sleep with her. <laughs> you left us for her. I didn't even know he was married, I swear. If you punch her at the funeral, we could go national with this. <laughs> punch me? I didn't ask him to do this. I don't want to live with this on my conscience. You want to die? Uh, no. I just don't want to be a homewrecker. I swear, he never told me he was married. And he has kids. You have kids? I was trying to save her life. And his soul. I, in a world where love thy neighbor means adultery, one man stands alone. A beacon of altruism. People won't know what that means. A beacon of nice guyness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that exploiting your death is good, but you are delivering the message. And the royalties could ease the pain of your death and on your loved ones? Great. The kids could be reminded every Christmas that their dad's dead with the Lifetime Movie of the Week. I don't want you to do this. 
Could you shoot the news guy? This isn't about me. Well, it <laughs> certainly isn't about me. It's about something greater than all of us. In a world of questions, <laughs> one man seeks the answer. Who is it all about? <laughs> it's about me. It's not about you. It's about, it's my decision. Honey, what, what am I teaching the kids if I don't do this? I want them to be good people. If I put myself before this girl, I'm no better than... Hi, Dad. The daughter enters. Pumpkin? Yeah. I grew up without you. The man enters. You look beautiful. I'm sorry. Excuse me. That's not right. The man is still here. <laughs> now the boyfriend enters. <laughs> Hi. I, I know this is a family thing, but I just wanted to thank you personally. He shakes his hand. Between you and me, after my divorce, I, I thought I was too old to ever get anyone this young and hot. <laughs> but this father abandonment issue thing, wow. <laughs> if you could have it bottled, I mean, I mean, the sex is amazing. The man punches him out. In a world where chunky, balding men prey on the young and person, one man seeks vengeance. I just want to know, why her? Why not me? Why do you choose her? I didn't choose her. I, I just wanted to teach you that... No greater love can a man have than to give his life for others. I got this. Well, congratulations. I learned how important other people are. More important than me. She exits with the boyfriend. He didn't deserve you. Let's go home and I'll make it all right. Ooh, I'm on a clock here. Are you going to do this? Life is but a moment. The good that you do can live on forever and breed new good. It is only through selfless acts that a new world can be created. You can touch the lives of more people than just the ones in this room. Immortality. Shame. You can be the man for even a little time. Most people go their whole lives without be ever being the man. You'll get a voice. You'll be heard. I love you. I wanted to grow old with you. How can you throw us away? Wait, I, I don't want to die. I just want to go home. Please help. Help me in a world. Time's up. All goes black, and two seconds later, a gunshot is heard. The end. Good read, everybody. Except for me. So now we're going to enter into the part of the show where uh, we're going to have a brief discussion about the play that we just read. And I want to start with everyone's first impressions. And I'll start over to my left with Rachel. Rachel, you are the gunman. You kicked this. You kicked this whole thing off. So, uh, what are your first impressions about the play? I thought it was really funny. I thought it had some really, the dialogue was pretty good. There were some parts of it I was like, all right, I'm a dialogue person. I'm a screenwriter. What's your Twitter handle then? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I really like dialogue. And I thought some of the dialogue in this was really good. So that's my first impression. It was great. Funny, it was great. Great, thanks. Who else has first impressions? Uh, I, I will say, uh, as a lighting guy, um, this is Joe. Th uh, Joe has his thing. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> the lighting guy. Uh, I just really like the idea of, of these people being brought up, just kind of splashing onto the scene from nowhere. The, the voiceover, the news anchor, just 
you know, not already being there on stage, not necessarily entering the frame, but then coming out of black, uh, which I think would really kind of add to the snappy dialogue and humor. We were talking about costumes before we actually started mm -hmm. recording as well. I think that could do some fun stuff with costumes and props. Mm -hmm. uh, Emily, our special guest, was talking about working <laughs> on costumes. What do you think, Emily? Um, I think, as far as costumes go, um, I, I think it would be really neat to show the everydayness of these people. Um, and as far as the man and his wife, and then with the news reporter, I think it could be fun to just go ridiculous, like a uh, snazzy suit. Kurt, how do you feel about like a ridiculous snazzy suit? Absolutely, only if I get a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you would say no to that. <laughs> and a really fat 70s tie. Yeah, man. So essentially Ron Burgundy, is that what we're thinking? No. He's Ron yeah. Burgundy. Yes. Except yes. Yes. <laughs> we disagree, sir. <laughs> That's right, Will Ferrell. You're on blast right now. <laughs> uh, our 30 subscribers are going to hear that. <laughs> so, uh... Dave Cat me is Dave yeah. Cat, by the way. Yeah. I didn't explain that. We call you Dave Cat. Uh, so now what, they know. What are your first impressions? Uh, first impression I got of this is really it seemed a lot like me to uh, like an SNL skit. Mm -hmm. That's what I first got from it right away. Sure. I, I just saw you know it coming up and then the people coming up being various characters uh, really quickly. And if you if like you tighten the dialogue a bit and make it pop, it could be really really funny if done right with you know, a bunch of people because that's what you need to do this because you got so many characters and you could have fun. Uh, uh, from an acting standpoint, playing with the various caricatures, just like caricatures, but the, the characters in it, mm -hmm. and really giving the audience a good time with, with a quick little snippet like this. Yeah, yeah. With it, it's, it's just got a lot of really good possibility of, of stereotypes that then break mm -hmm. them. Yeah, sure. In a way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like you can physically see the stereotypes, but then mm -hmm. some of that dialogue starts to get in. To things that you go, oh. yeah, until the very interesting, until literally like yeah. the very last moment of the play. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. you can get you. Can, it's it's really it can be really funny. Mm -hmm. I may be looking at this differently, but hey, a couple of people having an ex yeah, it does kind of take that ten minute play hard turn left at Albuquerque there. Mm -hmm. uh, it does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> at the end, but I mean that's the stage that's set up, and it just kind of goes off the rails and then comes back to on yeah. track, right? Mm -hmm. Kurt, did you have any impressions? Uh, I would essentially the same thing. So no, not really. No, I mean, <laughs> it starts out kind of archetypical, and you, you know, uh, mm -hmm. I, I feel like I thought I was in a comedy, and then you know, you, you're really just breaking down sort of really strong spheres of influence within our lives, like religion and entertainment and mm -hmm. news. Is that a sphere of influence? I guess so. Yeah. 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 Well, I think especially for the newsman, there's something of legacy because he's talking mm -hmm. about what you're going to leave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but also, but in the same sense of uh, of what you're going to leave for him to go national with. Right, I was going to say, it's <laughs> what you're leaving for him so he can make a name mm -hmm. for him. Yeah, yeah every, everyone's got the their yeah, angle. everyone's got their angle. That's what mm -hmm. I was going to say, and yeah. and everyone's sort of you know it's dog eat dog, and everyone's going to take your your moment of extremis, man. Which I think you did a really good job of, Joe. I, I know it was a stretch. Oh, well played, man. Maybe I'll, I'll look into that in the future. <laughs> yeah, good idea. <laughs> Good Liz, back, back over there in the corner. <laughs> Liz was the priest. Uh, so what, what do you think, uh, religious lady? <laughs> <laughs> wow, I don't, I don't know how to go with that. Um, it's... It's fine. Just, just go. Just go with it. Just go with it. <laughs> um, I, it's, it's interesting. There's, you know, there's a lot of things that, that uh, religion is used to either justify or to criticize, I guess. Mm -hmm. And this idea of, you know, you have pacifist sex in Christianity, and yet... 
there at this time. Like S E C T S. Sorry, Joe thought you said passive. We have a studio audience here. Why didn't you get sassy kiss response? Oh, you're right. I feel like I actually played the, the priest a little too flippantly because now I'm going back and I'm looking at him like this could I mean th I think he takes himself more seriously than I took him mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and but this that, that's what I'm getting at I mean it's, it's this sort of duplicity of everybody has an angle and unfortunately even spiritual leaders do. Sure. Yeah. And uh, I have my own thoughts on that, but that takes up more of the podcast. Amen. Amen. I think the only person I haven't heard from is Sharon. Sharon, anything to add on top of that uh, religious sex we were just talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Amy's really, I don't think you should add anything on top of that. <laughs> 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 Want to add something on top of that? Oh, Okay, so I want to I talk real quick about if anybody had any thoughts about how you might stage these characters. Joe did talk about the lighting. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, if, if you're talking about these guys having individual lighting, what immediately comes to mind for me is that they have their own... Pin spot. I think you said this, exactly. Mm -hmm. They have their own yeah. space, right? They have their own pin, pin spot. spot. Yeah. Uh, something... Uh, something to delineate that they are shut off from everyone else, even though perhaps they're in, communi in communication with other the other people on the stage, or at the very least, the man on the stage for most of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I wonder if anybody has any thoughts about that. Wouldn't I you would up? actually love it even more if the man is the only one who's actually on the stage. And the rest are just that voices. everybody else on stage voices mm -hmm. or throughout the audience. Well, what I uh, could be really interesting. What I also think is interesting, if you take a look at each one of these vignettes uh, or, or faces and, and people talking, as they get a little bit bigger. You can be very close on a priest. All you need is the collar to recognize mm -hmm. him. And then you zoom mm -hmm. out a little bit more and you have a, a news anchor. By the time you then get to the daughter and boyfriend, I mean, you need to see the whole sloppy, <laughs> sloppy, stained shirt that Dave Cat is wearing. <laughs> Patriots jersey, am I right? Uh, <laughs> no, 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 to be fair, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> But, but I just slammed our special guest. No. <laughs> but that way you're, you're actually adding yeah. to the humor because you go from uh -huh. real tight to bigger to bigger to mm -hmm. bigger. I see the the man standing on one side of the stage by himself and everyone else is on the other as kind of just looming over him because this is such a big decision for him to have to make mm -hmm. for everyone to be facing him and he's kind of alone by himself mm -hmm. on the opposite side of the stage. Mm -hmm. That could add to kind of some of the tension of mm -hmm. the decision he has to make. I actually was picturing something almost opposite. I was picturing yeah. that the man is the only person who interacts with anybody else. Um, mm. as he's the only person that actually has an interaction with the like wife. Like they pop in and out, and in and out, yeah. and out. And he's kind of caught, yeah. kind of like a pinball between all of them, mm -hmm. all of his different relationships. Yeah, yeah I was, I was thinking the same thing, but more like almost an atom. Like all these people are kind of swirling around him versus yeah. him, like mm -hmm. an atom. A T O M. And now this spells out. Welcome to Lynch has a phonetics problem. Here's my question for everybody here. Should he do it? What do you think? Should he do it? I, Dave, personal standpoint, this is just me talking as me. Yeah, save the girl's life. Okay. Because if even if you don't die, I mean, you know, even if you die, you know what? It's a good, it's a good act. 
Uh, That's my personal opinion. Speaking as my character, the girl, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I guess I have to say no, because again, I can't imagine. I mean, I, I think it's lovely, but no. I, the wife I, says I, no. I, I, uh, <laughs> and, and myself as myself says no. Sure. I would never, I don't think I could do it. I couldn't. Anybody else want to weigh in on that? I, I think it entirely depends on whether or not it is the true future that he sees with his daughter, or it is just a future. <laughs> <laughs> Spirit, are these shadows of things? Let's not forget, she was dialing the phone in her purse. <laughs> yeah. That's true. We're gonna we're gonna have to wrap this up here in just a second, but I have one more question that I really wanted to ask. 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 A-S-S-E-T. What religion is this guy? Catholic. He's Catholic? What do you think, Priesty? Yeah, doesn't the Day and reading, uh, reading two minutes of heroism. Want to give special thanks to Matt Hant for his awesome yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. And of course, we want to give thanks to Lauren Watkins and Zodiac Productions. Yeah. Uh, make sure that you hit that subscribe button. You can find us. Well, you found us already, so you found us on either <laughs> iTunes or on Podbean. But hit that subscribe button so you get a brand new play every week at 12:01 a.m. Also, make sure you check out our new Facebook page. It's the best of all possible podcasts. Do you have questions that you want to put to the group? Do you want to have questions you want to put to the author? Leave us those questions. We'll be happy to get back to you. And if you want to submit a play for us to consider, make sure that you send it to literary at panglossian.org. Send it in a PDF file, and we'll make, sure we, we'll make sure that we read it. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you again next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.